Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Talk. This is your host, Katie. And your co-host, Brooklyn. We're so happy to have you guys back. And if you're a new listener, welcome in. We post these every other Tuesday. And truly, our heart behind this podcast is just to have really fun conversations, both lighthearted, both deep, hence why we call it Soul Talk. So all the topics that we all walk through in life, we want to be able to have those conversations and get to know each other as a community. Yeah, and also just do this together. I know uh, even as women, like walking together hand in hand, figuring out life as we go, we really just want to be an encouraging voice in your life. And so we really hope that as you're listening today, that you just feel just lighter and just supported. That's the goal here. We're going to have a soul talk. And so open your heart, open your mind, and hopefully your soul will be encouraged and just refreshed. Yes, that's definitely our hope behind this. So starting off, how about we just go ahead and do a soul check-in? Brooke, what is one word you would like to write on your heart for this season of life? What would it be you'd want to step into in it to mark your soul in this season? I would say if I could pick one word, it'd probably be just confidence. Confidence in what God's asking of me the next chapter because I'm going through a lot of transitions right now. And so just finding that is kind of something I've been asking God and kind of soul check-in, soul update. Me and my husband are just in the middle of a little bit of movement and transition and just family stuff. And so we're just trying to stay kind of planted and firm. And so just being like confident when everything else is changing. But what about you? What is one word that you would like this season to be marked by? I would say brave. I, I it really kind of goes hand in hand with what you just said with confidence. Yeah. I like what you said of being confident in where God has you and what he's doing, even in the midst of things being moved around, maybe whether it be something like exciting, or maybe it's something uncomfortable. I think yeah. finding the confidence in him is a really good heart posture to be in. So I'm encouraged by that. Mine would be having the bravery to stand firm in that and the bravery to take those steps that might seem scary because similar to you is. I'm in a huge transitional season that wasn't planned. And I think recently, it's so funny, we just did this whole thing of summer goals and what a gift and a blessing it is to have goals and inspiration because I think that that brings excitement into our lives. But you never plan for those hard moments. And it's crazy because right after that, some things happen. And I find myself being really grateful that we had that episode to renew my mind on of there's still so many beautiful things we can be inspired by and goals. But to have the bravery, even in the midst of the unknown coming about, that God, you know, he's over all things and we can confidently step into that and we can with bravery stand firm and even go to those places that God calls us to and ultimately to steward wherever he has us. And I think that that's really exciting because today we happen to be talking about stewardship. Yep. It's really right where we are at in our lives. and. You know, most of these topics that we talk about on Soul Talk are really near and dear to the season of life that we're in. And so God placed it on our heart to talk about stewardship today and to really dive into what does it look like to be a good steward? What does it look like to walk in this confidence that we're even talking about? Even through the Soul Talk, I really do believe it's going to speak to where me and you are at because you're totally right. Me and you kind of got thrown into a little bit of a tornado (laughs) yeah right after our last few episodes and so 
it's so cool that we get to do this together yeah. and we get to encourage each other, remind each other the truth and also remind each other of our fun things like our yeah. goals and our inspirations. So through today's topic, we really want to talk about what does it look like to be a good steward? Just chat about all the good stuff that yeah. comes with that. And before we dive into that, I just want to say a little word for whoever's listening and just tell you that we love you. We want nothing more than to have a safe space for whoever's listening, a safe space for you to come in to hear whatever it is that God's prepared for us, but to know that you're not alone and to know that you have sisters who love you and care about you. And that's really just our heart behind this is we want to have sisters that get to hold hands and just really be here to walk through life in all seasons, both the joyful and both the times of like struggle. And yeah. so if you're in a season right now, whether it's really awesome and you're so excited, you're inspired, or if you're in a season where you're like, oh, like, to be honest, I don't know if I'm happy with where I'm at or I'm in a bit of a confusing season of wherever God has me placed right now, whatever I'm doing, like I'm unfulfilled. X, Y, and Z. Like, I want you to know that those are all feelings that I think are natural. We go through the ebbs and flows of life of really joyful seasons. And then there's seasons where we're like, oh, get me <laughs> out of it. I'm ready for the next one. But we have to be reminded that there is so much wisdom and so much beauty in both seasons, both joy-filled or a season of stillness. And we just have to, to really be prayerful of like, God, Help us to hear your voice in this season, whatever that looks like. Help us to hear your voice of wherever you have us, what you're trying to help us to see, what you're calling us to do, and help us to do it and do it well for your name and your glory, but also to see inwardly what you're trying to do in us. Yeah, and I think that's such a good place to start because stewardship is a topic that some of us might have never thought about it before. Maybe we don't even know what that means or what that looks like. And hopefully together we can all walk away feeling more confident and understanding what it looks like to be a good steward. And there's so much life that is found when we take care of the things that God has given to us. I think a really good place to start would be Luke 16. Do you want to read that scripture for us, Katie? Yes, Luke 16.10 says, Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much, and whoever is unrighteous in very little is also unrighteous in much. I really love that we can take so much from just that one scripture. And what it points out to me is kind of the question of what am I being faithful with and what am I being unfaithful with? Like what's in my hand right now in my life? I think we have to recognize when it comes to stewardship Everything is given by God. Like he's given us everything. He's given us our job. He's given us our friends. He's placed us in the family that we're in. He has provided the city that we live in. And he even destined us to be in this time frame, like of the world, which is so crazy to even think about. But whenever we start to realize God has a purpose and a plan for every little detail. Yeah. And then he's asking us to be faithful with it. Like that should be exciting. And it should be something that we want to take inventory of, of like, what is in my hand right now? And what am I stewarding well? And maybe there's some things that you're not stewarding, you know, very well. Sometimes I think we get distracted with the word stewardship yeah. because sometimes I think people, including myself, this is what I'm speaking from 
something that God has highlighted in my life before and I've had to like really fix my eyes on him and change my perspective is I kind of lost sight of what he had me stewarding and I started reflecting in on what I felt I should have been stewarding or I wanted to be stewarding instead of realizing that it wasn't all about me. Yeah. (laughs) Like it wasn't all about me to begin with. Like where God's placed us, most of the time it's about who we're around because we're called to be the salt and the light. And so when I remind myself of that scripture, I'm reminded that oftentimes the place that we're called to be stewards of is the relationships we have, the jobs we've been blessed to have and to walk in and to be a light. Or maybe there's someone listening that has been given the gift of time, like the leisure of free time that some people don't get with busy schedules. And maybe that right there, the stewardship in your hands that you're given is to be able to sit and study the word of God in a way that most people couldn't. Or maybe it's even finances. How are you stewarding the gift of finances? Like, are you using it in a way that's being wise? Do you find yourself with a paycheck today and it's gone tomorrow? Like, these are things to be mindful of. And you have a problem with Amazon. Like, let's just be (laughs) honest. Like, I think that we all find ourselves in these ebbs and flows of being good stewarders and then maybe you take a dive. And it's, I think it's important to kind of stop and realize like, do I have a pretty consistent track record of being a good steward or do I not? And if I don't, then I need to be honest with myself and we need to figure out ways to change this and to stay rooted and grounded in consistency. Because consistency is going to be your best friend. I think consistency is really just a command in a sense through scriptures. We see with God of be consistent with me and be a steward of what I've given you. Don't flounder around and choose when and where you'll decide to steward these gifts that he's given you. Yeah. And I like all those examples because it kind of gets you thinking of like, what is stewardship? It looks like all of those things. I actually read this definition of a biblical standpoint on stewardship. And it says, the biblical doctrine of stewardship defines a man's relationship to God. It identifies God as owner and man as manager. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because whenever we look at, okay, God is the owner of everything. He created the heavens, the earth, the stars, all of the animals, all of the plants, every job God is the creator of. Yeah. He's the creator of your greatest talent. He's the creator of your greatest accomplishment. Like he put that in you. And so whenever we look at God as the owner and then we look at us as the managers, like we should want to do the best job to please the owner of like, look what I've done with what you've given me. I really liked that definition. And I saw another one. It says, Biblical stewardship is expressing our total obedience to God. And what a way to reflect our heart posture with our God is being obedient and giving everything back to him and doing everything for the name of Jesus. Not ourselves, not for approval of man, but from truly wanting to honor God with our lives, with our heart, with the things he's given us, the relationships and people he's placed in our lives not only just those huge accomplishments but those little things that just seem so simple to us that I think we often forget instead of bypassing those and always just glorifying those big moments to be able to even glorify those little teeny tiny moments to be able to look up to God and be like all of these things are from you everything both big and small they're all yours it kind of makes me think of like 
joyful obedience, doing it in a way that's exciting. Like you think of a little boy and his dad and say he's watching his dad hammer like these nails and he comes over with his little tiny hammer and is like hammering and he's looking back at the dad like, look at me, I'm doing what you did. It's kind of like that picture, doing what we see Jesus modeled to us. And then we're looking back and saying, look, I'm doing what you did. It's like exciting, you know? Yeah. And it it's doesn't pleasing have to, to him. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I guess I'll like, you know, be kind to this person. It's like, I get to do this because Jesus showed me exactly the grace that each person deserves. And then we do it like freely and we do it joyfully. Can we just acknowledge too, like Jesus was the great servant with a capital S and he was a servant to God. So with everything that we do, we are a servant to Christ. And kind of like our last episode, we were talking about how we are no longer slaves to sin. We are now slaves to Christ. Instead of looking at it as like a shackle, we look at it as like Jesus is holding onto our hand, not letting us go because he has good for us and he has life found in him and him alone. And so in the same way, like as we're locking hands with Jesus, we are going out and we are serving. We are servants of Christ. And that is serving him and all that he's given us to, to steward. And that is serving those to our left and to our right whether we want to or not and when we find ourselves not wanting to to just reflect inwardly at our heart and be like oh jesus like give us a heart that beats like yours does yeah because i think that's just a it's a beautiful prayer that i think we all have to find ourselves praying from time to time oh yeah and you know the world tells us to serve yourself do everything that's comfortable do everything that is self-serving And whenever we look at that scripture of like, Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Yeah. Ultimately, he was exalted high above any other name. Yeah. But he lowered himself. So it reminds me like we should follow in his example. And there was actually a scripture in 1 Corinthians 3, 9 that kind of goes along with what we're talking about. It says, for we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field. God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. Ooh, I love that scripture. I love that too because it's it's what we're talking about. Like we should put care into what we're doing. Yeah. We shouldn't just go about our day and just miss out on all of these beautiful opportunities to serve those around us, to Honestly, lay before Jesus our jobs, every moment that we're walking in, whatever that looks like for you. Like, say, for example, your full-time job is to be a stay-at-home mom. That is such a joy, and it should be such a, a place where you get to lay your life down, which, you know, that is hard. That's a hard place to be, to be obedient every single day in those little moments and in those big moments. But I do want to speak to even you, like, God sees every tiny detail because that is your job. Like he's given that to you. He's asked you to steward it. Whenever we're stewarding those places, he's the one who fills it with joy when we lay it before him. When we hold on to it and we try to control it, I think that's when we don't experience the same amount of joy. Motherhood is going to be the most rewarding, most beautiful, hardest but joy-filled, purpose-driven role, I think, as women we will ever experience. And I truly 
think that that is going to be one of the most beautiful stewardships that we'll ever be a part of, but one that comes with a lot of dependence on trusting God in the process of it. Because think about it, God, he knows the business of being a parent. And so for us, we're like, I want to make sure this little precious bundle of joy is grown up to know you, that's grown up safe, provided for, loved, seen, cared for. And, you know, you want the best chance for your child. And I think that that is a hard role when you realize you have such a significant impact on your child. But you know what? God sees that child and he sees you. And I think that in the midst of being a mother, there's so much to learn and grow in for one in Christ. But two, I think it is something you can rejoice in because there's such beauty in that role. I mean, that is one of the deeper parts of stewardship is motherhood. And I also want to speak into if there's someone listening that you are desiring motherhood, you are desiring to hold a baby and to raise a disciple of Jesus. I want you to know that if you are in a season where you're just like, I want that and I don't have that and I don't understand why. I don't have the answer to everyone's circumstance, but I do know that God hears you and he sees you. And I want to just encourage you in that truth right there. I think that's such a beautiful piece of stewardship. And I'm really glad we kind of touched on that because you're absolutely right. Either being a a physical mother or even just being a sister, a friend, that is so impactful. And it's a role that we get to step into and say we're not mothers right this moment, like me and you. We get to support our friends who are mothers, who are walking through that season of life. That is something that just brings me so much joy. And I think when we think about the aspect of control, I think that's where a lot of us struggle because we want to control everything. We want to know when things are happening, how they're happening. We want to make sure everything is perfect. And I think that's maybe a misconception of stewardship because... I think stewardship does acknowledge that God has complete control. Whenever we really truly recognize that everything belongs to him and everything is under his constant authority, I think that that should give us so much peace. And sometimes I think it's harder to remember that, that that should give us peace. But I think even a reminder right now of like the fact that we don't have to be in control of all things That should give us just a sigh of relief that we don't have to control everything. We don't have to control our children. We don't have to control our circumstance in order to be a good steward. We truly can release all that control back to God because that's his rightful place. Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of touch on that for a second. Truly, the ultimate question in that is, am I Lord over my life or is Christ the Lord over my life? I love that question because whenever we submit that role back to him, then God is able to do what he is going to do. Gosh, and that just makes me really love that 1 Corinthians 3.9 scripture you read previous to this. And I just want to read it again. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care. Just that thought that 
God has chosen us to be his children. Like you were saying, Brooklyn, we belong to God. And the grace that he's given us is to be able to be rebuilt and rebuilt in his image, where he takes out those sinful parts and he delivers us from things that always took us in the wrong direction or that led us to places of depletion because we didn't have him. By his grace, he rescued us. He redeemed us through Jesus. And in the midst of that, the foundation was set with Jesus. And this picture of people building on it and calling us to each build with care just really reflected the body, like the church. When God calls us to himself, he's calling each and every one of us to to build with care, to build in wherever he's placed us, whatever he's given us. What's being built is on the word of God. It is reflecting God himself and it gives others a safe place to lay their feet on a foundation that's unshakable. And it's through the care of our hands. It's through the care of our stewardship that he's called us to. And I'm just like, oh, we all are called to that. That's a big purpose. And to think that stewardship could be something big in your eyes, or maybe it's even those small moments of simply waking up, being the light to those around you, reading the word, showing up to work on time and giving all you can to then also come home and be able to bless your family with stability through that job that God's graced you with. Or maybe it's you pulling up to a gas station to pump some gas, but realizing the person to your left is struggling and God places on your heart, I've blessed you this month. How can you help this person who you don't know, you have no ties to, but through my grace, how are you going to extend what I've given you? Maybe you're a nanny and you find yourself in a position of the routine of this can be a lot sometimes and you're wanting like fresh excitement and you're just like, am I being helpful? Is this something I really want to do? I want you to stop before all these questions start running through your mind, which I'm not saying don't ever question certain things and bring them to God. Cast your cares always, but also stop and maybe ask yourself, is God placed me here to bless somebody else, to help somebody, or maybe it's to mature and teach me for a season of my life that is yet to come? And like, what is it in your dynamic right now, wherever God's placed you, the people he's placed you around, the job he's given you, the heart passions you're diving into, or he's placed on your heart, in what ways have you been able to look at that as a field or a building and with care behind your intentions, with care behind the way you speak, you show up, have you been doing it with care and with the posture of to the glory of God? to the glory of loving these people and pointing them back to him and to just being faithful in whatever he's placed you in. Absolutely. It reminded me of that very first scripture of whoever is faithful with little will be faithful with much. God does see like all of those little moments because there's so many areas that we are called to stewardship. And there's so many ways that sometimes I think we get bored and we get kind of lost in the routine and we don't see the purpose anymore. We're kind of like, why am I still doing this? Why am I still doing this job? Why am I still living at home? Why am I still, you know, in this friendship? And we forget, oh my gosh, God has given me this. Like I should be faithful with it because, you know, when we are faithful with little, he's going to trust us with more. And I think the world's perspective is if you serve yourself, You're going to get to the top. You're going to have everything that you need. And it's actually the complete opposite with God. It's like, if you surrender all, if you give me everything, I will give you everything that you need and more. That's where we have to ask ourselves, 
what lens are we viewing stewardship out of? Are we viewing it out of the culture's perspective of self-serving, forget everyone else? Or are we really looking through Christ's lens of lay your life down because that's where you find it? Another perspective that I see in our culture is that if something's not instant, then people don't want it. It reflects that scripture of whoever is unrighteous and very little is also unrighteous and much. And let's be honest, impatience or lack of integrity, discontentment, those are things that are unrighteous. God calls us to be patient. He calls us to be diligent. He calls us to show up in faithfulness. Like, let's take a minute to realize, like, we have to cultivate wisdom. And that's by being faithful in the process of that. Think about it in this way is an architect has to go through schooling to know how to properly build something. If you're going to build something, you need to know the logistics of how it needs to be built for the safety of others and for just the work to be outstanding and for you to be called again to be used. It's not an overnight process of, okay, well, this is what we're going to do, build it, have it done by tomorrow. No, there's a process behind how long the schooling took, for one, for the architect to know these things, two, for him to be able to set something up like this, to, to have a great build, and three, to make something sustainable, something that will last. There's a process behind what he has to do. So the mindset that something has to be instant, we have to get rid of that poisonous mindset because... We will never be great stewarders if we're looking through the lens that culture portrays as if it's not instant, then walk away from it. We have to remind ourselves, look to the word of God, look to the truth, look to Jesus and say, what are you calling me to help me every step of the way so that I'm not only honoring where you have me, but I'm able to best love and honor those around me. And through the process of that, learn what you're teaching me and growing me in, but also being a reflection of who you are. I like how you pointed that out. When we're so used to instant gratification, we're trained to expect an immediate reward. If we do this, then we'll get this. You're totally right. We have to do away with that thinking and we have to align ourselves with what Jesus has said and what Jesus did, actually. Like he suffered. He was patient. He always pulled away and went to the Father and prayed and cried out to him. And that's what we have to do. We have to follow in the footsteps. It's so important to get in the word and to read the gospels, to read about Jesus's life on earth. I think when we do those things, we become so present in our life. That's such a beautiful thing to be present because whenever we're seeking that next best thing, we don't reap any reward. We don't see the end. We just are, you know, gone before it even started. Yeah. And we're also not reaping the fruit of the spirit. And that's where our heart should be through all this is getting to see through the lens of we get to be a part of something so beautiful because Jesus is a part of it. Yeah. So that spirit of love, of compassion, of joy, of peace, and even the wisdom, the understanding, it all comes from abiding in him. And it all comes through the fruit and the blessing of the experience that we get to have here on earth. Sometimes I think we can get distracted by what's going on around us, whether it be through social media, through even just the cares of our own heart, that sometimes it can get to a place of unhealthiness. And it's good for us to stop and really evaluate in that moment where our hearts are and where they've wandered off from. And to realign ourselves with 
what we know is true and it's that where God has us, he has us here for a specific reason. So there's this reminder to not compare ourselves to others. We can look for inspiration and we can set healthy goals, but we shouldn't fall into a comparison trap because we don't really know even the ups and downs of another person's life. Even on social media, I'm kind of thinking of the mom who's looking at the perfect social media influencer who has the perfect outfits for their kids and the perfect meals and the perfect house and I think even in those places we can easily find ourselves comparing or I'm not a mom so I can't relate to that but I can relate in so many ways of like why does my life not look like that or maybe it's the person who is traveling all the time and they just live that blogger like lifestyle they're just like wow like that looks so amazing Or maybe it's even the person who just got into school and you think to yourself like, gosh, like I really wonder what it would have been like if I went through college. And maybe that's still an option for you. Or maybe it's just something that isn't in the books for you. But that's okay. Like you can still dream and like imagine what things would be like. Just be reminded that wherever God has you, like it's a beautiful role too. Or whatever it is that you have in mind that you want to work towards. I think every stepping stone starts with stewardship. Yeah, And that's what God's graced us with is to be able to exercise those things and look to him through every step we take to make sure that, for one, we're in a healthy mindset and our heart posture aligns with his. And two, to make it home to God and him just be like, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the goal, you guys. Like We want to please the Lord in everything we do. We want him to look at our life and say, well done, good and faithful servant. And that is such a beautiful reminder. I love hearing that scripture because it reminds me of like, what am I being faithful in? And would would God look at it and say, well done, good and faithful servant? It's a humbling question. And even reflecting in our own hearts of, is my heart rejoicing where God has me? Like, am I finding the gratitude in the little moments and in the big moments? Yeah, so good and just drawing from the fruit of the spirit and washing ourselves with scripture and having that intimate prayer life with god being renewed through his spirit because sometimes i think through stewardship we can get really tired and when we get to those places we just need to be reminded his hands over our lives and maybe we've just kind of taken our eye off our peace giver and our strength giver and all the things that god is for us and so we just need to realign ourselves and rest in his presence and be renewed through the spirit to go back in and to steward what he's called us to and to find great joy in whatever that is and know that it's significant because God's called you to it. And so sometimes I I really feel like God wants us to, to use our seasons to teach us something. And so if there's a season you're really ready to just move on from, take the moment to realize that God might not be finished with you yet. And if we haven't proven ourselves to be trustworthy of the current blessings he's given us by showing up with the integrity, the compassion, and that heart that incorporates his love within these seasons, then we might not be ready to steward something more if that's something that your heart's been craving. And so just be reminded of those things and maybe even ask yourself some questions of where does God have you right now? And are you giving glory to God in those places? And have you been obedient with what he's called you to already? Um, And maybe one other question is, are you being a blessing to others? Because I think truly that's probably one of the most valuable questions is, are you being a blessing to others? Because he doesn't place us to be displeased or to have frowns on our faces, you know? Like, right. I just think that's a good 
good point because I think I found myself yeah. where I've been joy-filled in the seasons of stewardship where he's had me or I've been a little grouch and he's yep. like, Katie, like you're not reflecting me. And it really yeah. stemmed from just a discontentment. And what I realized that discontentment was coming from was that I kind of wandered off and wasn't keeping my eyes fixed on the true meaning behind everything. And it was that God is above everything and yeah. God's place is in all kinds of situations. We're all uniquely different in where he has us because he has a plan and a purpose and it reflects him. We're all in mission fields. And sometimes mission fields are so awesome and abundant and joy-filled. And then there's others where it's abundant, but it's not the abundance that we would say is comfortable. There's work, (laughs) you know, there's servanthood in that. And there are trials and tribulations through stewarding certain things, depending on what it is. And just to be reminded that, being a part of God's plan, which we all are and it's such a beautiful thing, is realizing that it comes with both the good and the struggle, but in both places, God is so present and he moves in both. And be mindful of that. Yeah, and that's where we do see more of him. We see more of him in those low places, but we also see more of him in the high places. Yeah. And so it's so it's so encouraging to look at it that way and I love this soul talk. I think that understanding more of what stewardship looks like, we're able to do it better. My encouragement, too, is honestly just to find the joy in the obedience because God is so good. And I love that we get to do this together. I do want to say if you are struggling in this area and you just need prayer, we are here for you. We have a link in our Instagram bio It actually leads you to a prayer request form. So if you ever are just sitting listening to this podcast and you're really struggling with this topic and you're not sure what to do, please reach out to us. We don't have all the answers, but we do have love for you. And so I just wanted to throw that out there. But we love you girls and we truly do want to see you walk in everything that God has for you and to do it joyfully because why not? Like, why be, you know, discontent when we could live in the plans that God has for us and see that abundant life that he has for us? Yeah, I love that. And maybe we can just end off in a little prayer. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, we thank you for the community that you're building. And Lord, we just ask you to help us to be fruitful in your garden. And Lord, pour on us all the sweet influences of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for your constant love your constant reminder that you are over our lives, and God, that we just ask you to take our hearts to place in us a heart of devotion and faithfulness. And Father, to help us steward all the places and all the things that you've called us to. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been such a fun episode, and I just hope this could be encouraging to your heart as much as it's been to our hearts. Yeah, and we cannot wait for the next episode. Definitely be looking out Just a reminder, we do post these every other Tuesday. Follow along on Instagram at Soul Talk Podcast with two T's. And we can't wait to hear from y'all and just hear what stood out to you in this episode. So we'll see you next time. Hope you have a great week.